0: You are listening to Crosstalk, a safe place to discuss addiction, recovery, harm reduction, and everything in between. Support for this podcast comes from the Kentucky Opioid Response Effort and Advocates of Recovery. Content and production by the team at Turning Point Recovery Community Center. Now, buckle up and get ready for the show.
1: Welcome to Crosstalk Recovery, the podcast that supports all forms of recovery. I'm here with Amanda Wiersma, Daphne Lewis, Sarah Pickard, and I'm Michelle Fonda. So today um, we've invited Sarah on, and we're excited about that. Yes, it's the All Women's Podcast. So um, I've got a few questions. Figured we get started with um, the first question is: What is one thing you want everyone to know about you?
2: Well, I'll go first. Um, one thing that I want everyone to know about me is that I would like everyone to know that I'm a positive person. Um. This is something that I choose every day um to wake up and be in a have a positive attitude and be in a good mood. Um this is not something that is done easily. Um you know, just because um I am in recovery and um it doesn't mean that life is perfect. You know, um I still have my ups and downs. Um, you know, I have like, life on life's terms happens and, mm-hmm. you know, kids and bills and work. Um, but I have found that if I have a positive attitude, it doesn't make all of those things quite so bad. Yeah. Now, this is something that I've had to practice. Um, I'm not perfect at it, but I found that if I choose to be positive, then... Um, and have a positive outlook on things, then things, like I said, aren't quite so bad. So when I get up in the morning, I'm like, I'm going to have a good day, and I choose to have that positive attitude throughout the day. Now, like I said, I'm not perfect at it, so there are times when (laughs) something happens, and I might kind of get, you know, a little negative, but I just have to remind, you know, talk to my, you know, do a little self-talk, and, you know, Like it says in the AA book, if you focus on what's good, the good increases. And when you focus on what's bad, the bad increases. So I just have to kind of remind myself of that. And um, fortunately, I'm surrounded by a lot of positive people. So that helps a lot. So if if I want, um, that's one thing I want everyone to know about me is that I choose to to have a positive attitude. And, um, you know, that's something that I just work really hard at.
1: Yeah, I can, I can really relate. I think positive positivity and recovery is so important. Like, I, being around negative people, it makes me feel some type of way. Like, I'm really uncomfortable around negativity. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, I practice really hard to stay positive. Um, and it helps encourage others to be that way, too, you know. And it, I think it's infectious. It is, because yeah.
2: negativity just breeds, and mm-hmm. it just spreads. And a negative attitude just... I don't know, there's just something about it that just, like you said, is, is just, it's icky, mm-hmm. and um, I would just rather be positive, and, you know, even though you can have something going on that is bringing you down, but you can find the positive, you can put a positive really spin on anything. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know, um, or at least I can, I because I, I, that's because I choose to, Yeah. you know.
3: Yeah, being negative is just so draining, you know. Yeah, yeah.
1: For sure. you want to share yours? I I sure will.
3: Um, The one thing that I want uh, everybody to know about me is that I'm very logical. My uh, best coping skill is logic. Yeah. You know? (laughs) That's Uh, great. And when a problem arises, I try to, um, you know, find the logic in it. Like, what's what's real here? What's, you know... um, argument, anything like that. I'm all about logic. You that's know? good. That's really that like good. Reality, you know? <laughs> that is good because sometimes, you know,
2: we want to make decisions based on emotion.
3: Yeah. But if
2: you can just like pause and then think of like the logical explanation or the logical reason to make a decision, that's really helpful.
1: Yeah.
3: Yeah. I, I think I've been um like, a logical thinker the majority of my life, you know. Of course, not when I was using and stuff, because (laughs) (laughs) it was definitely not logical to use drugs. But um, I think when, you know, in my sobriety, um, I use logic for everything.
0: That's
1: good. That is really
0: good. Yeah, Sarah? Okay. Um, I think something that I want people to know about me is... um, I want to work in recovery. Mm -hmm. Um, That is a dream of mine. Um, I just have a passion for people that have been where I've been. And um, I think that my story and where God has brought me in my walk, um, it could help other people. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. um, I like to pick people up when they're down. Um, And I'm positive I'm
1: not very logical most of the time, but still. (laughs) (laughs) But um, I do love to help people. Yeah. So, you have a very caring, nurturing nature.
3: Yes, um, you do. Yeah.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I think you would be really good at that um, because you're very relatable. And um, the times that I've spent talking with you, you are just, um, you're very uplifting and you seem to care, you know, when, when you're talking to someone, you're very into the conversation and you mm-hmm. really, you're very good at active listening. Yeah. So I think that you would be great at working in recovery. I
0: appreciate that. That's why I like spending time with you guys. Cause you, that's yeah. how you guys are to me too. Very so. approachable. And I think yes.
1: that, that's um, and just a comforting, you know, just aura about you. Yeah. You Thank know? You. Yeah. That that that's all lot. important. Yeah. Thank you. Um, so one thing that I want everybody to know about me um, is I'm very spiritual and, um, you know, like my relationship with God has been everything for me to get to where I'm at. And, um, you know, a lot of people, um, you know, say that they look up to me. So like the most important thing that I can tell them is, you know, to build your relationship with God. And, um, you know, and I think that's where I get my good nature and my kindness, mm-hmm. and. Um, all of that from is from my spiritual walk. Um, Absolutely. So I just feel like that's the thing I'm I'm most grateful for. So I, that's what I want everybody to know. Yeah. That's great, Michelle. I she think
2: if crying. someone was to ask me, you know, what is something that you would say about Michelle, and I would definitely say she's a very spiritual person. Mm-hmm. That's something that Absolutely. stands out yeah. about you. Mm-hmm. Y'all
0: are going to make me cry. <laughs> it's very
1: inspiring. <laughs> that's my though. favorite thing about myself, you know, um,
3: so, and I think the, it, I think that's important yeah. for people's recovery, too. Oh, uh, you yeah. You know, the spirituality aspect of mm-hmm. it. Absolutely. Yeah. Thanks, y'all.
1: You're welcome. Um, so then next we've got, what has been your biggest struggle since you've been sober, and how are you dealing with it, or how have you dealt with it? Um, I think that little bit of information for everybody is, is really good for everyone to know, you know? Absolutely.
2: Well, um, I would have to say that my biggest struggle has been finding balance between work, school, and home life. Um, I go to school part-time, and I really, every semester, it's always the same thing. You know, finding that balance between working full-time, going to school part-time, and um, home life. You know, my kids um, grandkids, um, spending time with my mother, you know, spending time with anybody in my family. Um, I just really struggle with that. Um, and the way that I deal with it is by asking for help, Mm -hmm. talking to my peers, um, and just, um, trying to figure out, you know, ways that my friends and that my peers, that the way that they, um, they find balance mm-hmm. um, you know I have um, a planner where I write down dates I keep everything on a paper brain that's what my mom calls it um, instead of doing everything in my phone I write everything down um, all my appointments um, and I try to remember that um, I'm only human
1: yeah
2: and that I'm gonna make mistakes I'm gonna forget things um, And I just try to have a little bit of grace with myself. Um, And my kids understand that I'm busy. Um, And, you know, I ask them for a lot of help sometimes, too. Mm -hmm. I'm like, look, you know, um, I have this going on or I have to work late and I I can't be there. And so they will pitch in and help out with, like, stuff around the house. Um, But that's my biggest thing that I that I help with that struggle is um asking for help. You know, and I talk about it with my coworkers. Um but getting suggestions from my coworkers and um I talk to my therapist about it, get suggestions from her. Um but just mainly just time management and um you know, just getting suggestions from friends. Um but I just try not to overwhelm myself. And when I do feel overwhelmed, I just try to, um, back it up a little bit and regroup and just remember that, um, I'm only one person and I can only do so much at one time. Yeah. yeah. So,
1: so I think what's helped me balance, um, you know, my, my work life, my home life, um, you know, my sponsees is like communicating my needs to my yeah. children, Um, It's like, okay, so this is what's going on. Um, You know, at first I would feel guilty because I was so occupied with this going on and that going on. And I've learned, um, you know, if I first take, whenever I initially take on a sponsee, they require a lot of my time. And now I've learned that. So I tell my kids, okay, I just took on a new sponsee. This is what's going on. You know, I might be occupied for a little while. And I I have a a good balance with my kids. Okay, so, like, I'm free this day and this day. I want to spend time with you all. Let's do this so I don't feel like anyone's left out. And it works really, really well, that communicating, which is something I was terrible at in the past. Yeah,
2: communication is really Mm -hmm. important, and that's one of the things that I've had to learn to do is to be a good communicator Mm -hmm. and um, work really helps with that you know we have a great boss Mm -hmm. and um we learn to communicate really well you know what our our wants are what our needs are and um that helps a lot
1: yeah
2: we'll be right back one thing i have always wondered is who put the alphabet in alphabetical order at turning point our goal is to help you put your life back in order If you struggle or have struggled with substance use disorder and are in need of help, come see us at 415 Broadway Street, Paducah, Kentucky, or call 270-444-3621 and sign up for peer support services with one of our friendly staff who have lived experience with addiction. Hope to see you soon!
3: As a woman in recovery, I know how important having a fellowship of women has been for me. Come join us at the Women of Worth All Recovery Support Group here at Turning Point, 415 Broadway, Paducah, Kentucky, every Friday night at 6 p.m., where we discuss our personal experiences in recovery. Hope to see you there.
1: Yeah, here's your <laughs> struggles. Um,
3: <clears throat> my biggest struggle um, since being in recovery um, is not having my daughter home. Um, that's been a, a major uh, issue in my life. Um, and I would cope with it. You know, i get her every weekend, we'd do visits. You know, when she didn't have school, she'd stay with me during the summer. And things like that, um, you know. And basically, I just had to slap some acceptance on it. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I like to practice what I preach, and I let people know that you know we didn't create this mess overnight, and things aren't yeah. going to get yeah. cleaned up overnight. You know, That's right. just because um, I got sober doesn't mean that um, you know I deserve everything right away. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, it takes time, effort you know, yeah, for those things to get taken care of. Um, if you haven't messed them up bad, so bad that they can't yeah. be yeah, taken care of, right. you know, because um, I did a lot of damage, um, you know, with her when she was younger. Um, but with that being said, you know, Sophia just come to live with me yeah. this week. Um, she moved in. Um, so we're in the process awesome. of getting that all taken care of. Um, and I'll be honest with you, I never... I didn't give up hope, you yeah. know. I always believed Sophia would come home at some point in time, whether it be, you know, 11-year-old or an 18-year-old. Yeah, yeah. She was mm-hmm. going to come home to Mama at one at some point in time, and I never gave up that hope. I just never really believed mm-hmm. that she would so come home before 18 years of age. Yeah.
0: yeah.
3: You know? Um, and that kept me down a lot, mm-hmm. you know. And um but things have turned around and um she's at my house and or we're you know, uh going to school and homework and mm-hmm. friends and internet issues and <laughs> you know all this stuff, you know, attitudes in the morning and oh yeah um pickiness at dinner and uh <laughs> you know, like yeah. it's crazy um so now my struggle is like trying to balance being a full-time mom yeah you know um going to school yeah being a wife, you know uh mm-hmm. having to take care of a home my amazing husband has stepped up though um he's been cooking dinner doing the dishes i all that you know um yeah. he's helped yeah. with laundry um he's picking Sophie up from school, um, I'm taking her. Like we're really making it work. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's amazing. Yeah, oh. beautiful. It's beautiful. Five thirty AM struggle. You <laughs> know <laughs> what I
2: mean? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's great. That's awesome. I'm so glad that you have that great teamwork with your husband. Um that's really amazing. It is. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. What's your My struggle? Team. My struggle. Um I have a few struggles, but my biggest struggle was being alone, Mm. Um, being okay with not being in a relationship, Um, a toxic relationship. Like, that was hard for me, and and the way that I've coped with that was with my relationship with God, and Mm -hmm. I learned that from you, listening to you talk in meetings about what you did and all your time that you spent with Him, you know, and um, it inspired me. To just really dig into His Word and and um, and really like crave Him more yeah. than I craved anything else, and um, it's helped me in so many different ways in life. And um, I have some really good people to look up to, yeah. Um, and it helps. My roommate is absolutely amazing. She's a God-fearing woman, and um, I can just see the fruits of the Spirit like just coming out in her life yeah. and. Um, so it's easy. It's easier for me now to just to just follow what yeah. the women before me have done, and um, so that's how I did it.
1: Yeah, you know, when I was in, in treatment, um, you know, they they mentioned um, find someone you want to be like and mm-hmm. do what they do. If you want yeah. what we have, do what we do. Yeah. And for me, that's been huge. Uh, the people I, I look up to, like I didn't know how to be a mom when I first came into the rooms, but I looked at other moms mm-hmm. and their parenting skills. And I was like, I want to be gentle. I wasn't as gentle before, Yeah, you know, um, I was like, well, how do they do that? You know? And I was like, they probably practice, practice patience and not jump into conclusions and all of these different things. And I, it's, it, it takes work, a lot of work, mm-hmm. redirecting your thinking, trying yeah, to stay positive. It mind. takes a lot of coping skills. Mm-hmm. Um, But it's manageable you know we can do this if we just keep on trying um so with that being said my biggest struggle has been parenting teenagers yeah you know Mm -hmm. um and whenever I came home from rehab I did not think that um or whenever I graduated rehab I did not think that my kids would come home till they were 18 (laughs) you know like I was hoping we would build this relationship Um, And it was really tough at first. I wanted to give up. Um, Getting to know who my children were, three years later, it was uncomfortable. Mm
0: -hmm. It
1: was strange. Like, I didn't know this new lingo. It hurt my feelings (laughs) because Mm -hmm. they would just say these things, and I didn't know they were kidding. Um, I was like, what are they even talking about? (laughs) And they're laughing. I'm like, are they making fun of me? I was really insecure, so insecure. But I knew that I needed to keep working on myself. I was like, Man, like, you're feeling some type of way. These kids are coming to see you every weekend. Like, clearly they love you, and I was listening to my disease, and I was listening to all these lies, And um, but I kept putting in the work. You know, I kept putting in the work, and then they came home three years later, and I was scared to death the first time something came up. You know, my daughters dabbled in drinking and smoking weed, um, and then they stopped, and then they dabbled in it again, and, of course... But each time, um, I've handled the situation better, and each time, um, you know, we've talked about it, we have the, we communicate very well, Mm -hmm. you know, Amber has been so honest with me about things, um, she's admitted to me when I didn't even find things out, just because she wanted that accountability, she learned accountability from me, which is so Mm -hmm. cool, because, like, what I'm doing is, um, impacting my kids' lives, and, um, like, that is wonderful. Um,
0: <laughs>
1: you know, it's it's a big deal. Um, yeah. But parenting teenagers is scary. It's foreign. Like, I've never raised teenagers before. Um, but it's so good. Our bond is inseparable. Man, them girls, man, they're my real ride or dies. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? They mm-hmm. really are. Like, they've got their mom's back. Um, you know, um, they just call me to chat. Like, it's so cute, you know.
3: <laughs>
1: it's so cool, and it's the best thing that I've done um, since being sober is, you know, raising these kids.
2: Yeah. You've done a great job. Thank yeah, you.
1: They're amazing kids. Yeah, they're pretty wonderful. Yeah. They really are. They are. Okay, so with that being said, um, what is the thing we're most grateful for that recovery has given us?
2: Well, the thing that I'm most grateful for that recovery has given me is restored relationships with my family. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I, when I was in addiction, I was estranged from my mother and my children. Um, so being in recovery, I have restored those relationships. Um, I have very healthy relationships with my daughters. Um, you know, I, in the same way, we just, we text all day long just to Mm -hmm. chat, you know, how's your day? Um, what are you just what are you doing um what'd you eat for lunch you know just random conversations um you know I'm the person that the daycare calls if they can't reach my daughter to pick Mm -hmm. up my granddaughters if they're sick um I'm the first person they call um if my daughter had a wreck I'm the first person she calls um I'm taking my youngest daughter to go get her permit you know these are things that i would not have been involved in if i was still in active addiction um you know i get overwhelmed sometimes with all the needs of my children and then i have to stop and i'm like i should i'm grateful that i'm the person the first person that they call when they need things um because i wouldn't have not even been an option you know seven eight years ago um So today, I'm just so grateful that I have these restored relationships. Um, My son, you know, that's still a work in progress, Mm -hmm. but, you know, that's okay. I'm just grateful that um, when he does see me, he speaks to me, Um, you know, because he's old enough to remember what life was like with mom before um, addiction, so, um, but I'm just, I'm grateful that... um, you know, he's grown up to be a fine young man, and um, I respect him. Um, but I'm grateful for the restored relationship with my mom. She has always been my best friend, and she has always been there for me through thick and thin. And, um, you know, we didn't speak for two years, and um, I hate that, yeah. you know, but um, we're not supposed to regret the past, so I just learned from it. And, um Today, I just make sure that I don't go a day without speaking to her. And she's my biggest fan. So, um, you know, I have a restored relationship with my brother. Um, He stepped in and took care of my daughter when I couldn't. And I'm so grateful for him. And I'm just grateful for everyone in my family. Um, I have a beautiful family. I have two great granddaughters, or not great granddaughters, but two wonderful granddaughters. (laughs) Um, And I just... I'm so grateful that I was able to be there um, when my second granddaughter was born because um, I couldn't be there when my first one was born, um, but these restored relationships um, make recovery so worth. You know, I I just I couldn't imagine what life li- what life would be like today without these relationships that I have gained in my recovery. Um, I just, I couldn't imagine jeopardizing them, yeah. you know. Uh, you know, I, I just, I'm, that's what I'm just most grateful for, Thank my you. family.
1: Yeah, and whenever I think back to, like, um, my kids, like, I'm the most constant thing in their life today. Yeah. You know, and it didn't used to be like that, you know, and it's just so great that I can be the mom that they need, you know. Kind of like what Daphne says in her Gratefuls. Oh,
2: yeah. I love it when she says that because, yeah. you know, I, I didn't get into addiction until I was 30. So I I've, I can remember what it was like being that mom and being there all the time. And then, you know, I gave it all away. Yeah. And, you know, I've gained it all back. And I just, it hurts my heart to think that I, you know, gave everything away for yeah. drugs and alcohol and now I just couldn't imagine ever being that, that person again. That person again, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, my children really had to dig deep and, and forgive me. And, you know, changed behavior is the best apology. Absolutely. And, that's, and every day I have to get up and be that person and be that mom and show that changed behavior. Yeah. You know, and, you know, I've worked hard to get to where I am today to show my children that I can be that mom that they deserve. Yeah. We'll be right back. Did you know that recovery from substance use disorder and mental health go hand in hand? That is why the caring and compassionate mental health professionals at Four Rivers Behavioral Health in Paducah are here to help you find your balance. They are proud of you for making the changes necessary to live a healthier life and would love to see you reach your full potential. Give them a call at 270-442-7121 or stop by the downtown location at 425 Broadway in Paducah, Kentucky.
3: Hey y'all, did you know it's illegal to own just one guinea pig in Switzerland because they get lonely? Here at Turning Point, we don't want you to ever be lonely either. That's why we're open seven days a week from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. Always feel free to come hang with our friendly staff and don't forget your guinea pig. We're located at 415 Broadway Street, downtown Paducah. Um, You know, and...
1: and now your daughter trusts you to be with her grandkids. Yeah, yes. Yes. huge. Yes. <laughs> That's
2: huge. I, I'm trusted with little hum, human beings. And, um, you know, it's great. And I just, I don't ever want to disappoint them, um, you know. And uh, I, I don't want to disappoint myself. Um, yeah. But I just, I love my family, and I, I know that sometimes I gripe and complain about, oh, my gosh, what do they want now? What do they need now? But I'm so grateful for the, for them needing me and wanting mm-hmm. me, and I'm just grateful that I'm in a position to where I can be there for them, Yeah,
3: you know? It's good stuff. It yeah. is good. Well, I am uh, most grateful for, well, I've got a lot of things that I'm grateful for, um, And what I say in my gratefuls is I'm grateful to be a mom today, to know what it means to be a mom today, and to show up as a mom today. So that's uh, what you was referring to. Yes, it was. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, And it's so true, you know. Um, But uh, I'm grateful for restored relationships as well, you know, and healthy relationships and a healthy marriage. But most of all, um, what I'm grateful for is my sanity. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, when I was out there in the madness, uh, people uh, pretty much convinced me that I was crazy. And I guess I really was going crazy. You know, you know, um, you know, the people I was around, um, you know, the guy that I was with, all those things, you know, played into factors mm-hmm. of uh, me losing my sanity and um, when I got into recovery, you know, I learned that I had a mental illness yeah. and that it needed to be treated. Um, so I treat my recovery, you know, and my mental illness in order mm-hmm. to um, keep my sobriety. Yeah. yeah. You know, um, so that's the, uh, I'm so grateful that um, my mom didn't stay that way. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah Me, me too. as well. Absolutely. Yeah. you know that Mm -hmm. um, I was able to have a spiritual awakening and that I had a complete new outlook on life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, Because there's no way that I would have been able to make it as a productive citizen, you know, um, with my mental state being like it was. I couldn't have held down a job. I couldn't have um, associated with regular people, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, I was that far gone.
2: Yeah. 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 I believe that's a real important part of... um, Being in recovery is if you do suffer from mental illness, you know, treating that and taking medication properly. Mm -hmm. Because when I was out there in the madness, you know, I did not take my mental health seriously and I didn't take my medication properly.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I didn't either, you know. um, And my depression would get so, so bad, you know, or, you know, my attitude, my outlook on life, everything was just so negative and so bad, Um, you know, and then people in the madness would be trying to convince me that I'm crazy too, you know, and then you just eventually start believing them, you know, and that makes it even 20 times worse, Mm -hmm. you know, like I'm so grateful that to come back from that and that I'm able to treat my mental illness today and be a productive citizen.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I share that a lot about myself too. I'm so grateful that God renewed my mind because I... I didn't think I was going to come back. My family didn't think I was going to come back. Um, my insanity not only affected my life, but it affected everyone else around yeah. me. Um, and it was it was I was in a dark, 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 sad place. And um, I'm just grateful, you know. Like you said, that complete psychic change. Yeah, you yeah. know, um, the program I work, it comes as a result of working the steps. Um, you know i was really far along in rehab before i had that psychic change you know um and today i don't struggle with my mental health near as much um and i i'm I'm really grateful for that you know Um, god really has restored my mind Um, but like amanda said in the beginning i have to practice positivity i have to keep using my coping skills, it is necessary, you know, or I will fall back into that depression and insanity and, um, have all of that negative thinking again. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Those are two really good things that I can really relate to. Um, I'm really grateful for my, my family too. That's been, besides my relationship that I have with God today, like that's the biggest thing that I have. Me and my mom have never had a relationship ever. Yeah. Even when she was in my life, we still butted heads and we did not get along, you know. And um, my dad doesn't have anything to do with me. And I talk to my mom every single day. I spend the weekends with her sometimes, (laughs) you know, like I'm a little kid. And we sit at the table and we talk for hours, Mm -hmm. you know, about everything. I can tell her anything. And um, she is like my best friend there's nothing that I have to hide from her. Yeah. And, um, that is so huge. And, um, um, so yeah, my mom has been the biggest blessing and, um, and my stepdad, he treats me like I'm his own, yeah. you know, and he's, he's the best man I've ever had in my life besides my papa. you know? <laughs> so, um, yeah, that, I'm so grateful. Um, for what everything that recovery has given me, yeah, yeah, I've always even in addiction, I was a pretty positive person. Yeah. Um, I would get on people's nerves with my positivity because <laughs> you know, those pe- there's people you can spread positivity, yeah. yeah, but you can also like push the negativity away with your positive, yeah, because yeah. people will just like shun you, like, why are you so happy, yeah, <laughs> yeah, like our life is over, or you know, whatever, yeah, you know? right. So, it it goes both ways, but um, I'm okay with either one. Um, and today, I do I do choose to have positive people in my yeah. life because we need that. We need to be uplifted, and um, and I like to be able to uplift people. So, you know, I, I remember
1: being in rehab and. Um, I heard this woman say, you know, one of her favorite thing about herself was she was an encourager, you know, and I was like, oh, I like that. Yeah. And you know, and I used to, and I, I, I took that on, like, I started practicing encouraging people, yeah. and, um, you know, just um, random acts of kindness. Like, I learned that mm-hmm. in rehab, yeah. and I was oh, like, yeah. oh my goodness, like, I'm gonna start doing that too. And I started doing things just to see people smile and being kind, just because, and, um, you know. Telling people, oh, I love your shirt, you know what I mean? Like, that's so cute. And just being kind. And we, you know, like you said, like, we need that encouragement from people. Yeah. Um, it's so important. We may
0: be the only smile that somebody sees or, you know, the only Jesus that somebody hears about, you yeah. know? Like.
2: Yeah, you never know what someone's going through. Never. And so just being saying a kind word, mm-hmm. smiling. Yeah. Saying how was your day, yeah, you know, just and like you said, just complimenting someone, yeah. Yeah. you know.
0: I'm a hugger, I
1: love hugging people. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I like hugs, I love, hugs. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. good stuff, mm-hmm. you know. And so, like, my I'm a lot like y'all, my favorite thing um, that recovery is given me is restored relationships, yeah. you know. Um, when I first met Amanda, she always talked about her relationship with her mom. And it kind of made me sad because, like, my Aww. relationship wasn't there yet. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. but, like, man, the past couple of months. Um, it been amazing to it, watch. Yeah. Like, me, oh, I'm going to cry. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, mine and my mom's relationship is getting so much better. Um, like, since the fall, um, we've really started talking more. She's been really intentional about reaching out to me. Um because I'm always the one who like put in the work I I felt like for so long and I don't know if she was preoccupied with my sister's kids or what it was it could have been anything maybe it just wasn't time for our relationship to be restored yet yeah but whatever's going on um it's wonderful you know um we you know we spend a lot of time together on the weekends and she reaches out to me now and um it's just getting better and better and it's just everything I've ever wanted um Mm -hmm. you know um and and i love it you know my mom's putting our our relationship on the top of her list and it's always it's always been on the top of mine i'm always been the one to reach out to her and um and god giving me my kids back um and the trust and the love that we have with each other and it's such a strong foundation um like it's just wonderful um like i like, I used to really question where I stood with my kids when we first got together, or got together. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when we first started um, working on our relationship, and they, and they would come back around. But, like, I know without a doubt where I stand with my kids, and it's, mm-hmm. it just feels wonderful. And um, I have no doubt that um, that's where um, mine and my mom's relationship is going to get to. You know, because mm-hmm. it's just working. You know, we're we're part of a Bible study together every Friday night, and um, like I'm learning so much from her, which is really cool. Because like I've always felt like I was like, because my ego does me, I'm really smart. You know, yeah. pretty, <laughs> <so>. <laughs> You know, and I'm learning so much from her, and it's so cool just to just like to watch her shine. Um, it's beautiful, um, and I'm so proud of my mom and the woman that she is, and, um, you know, I, I can learn a lot from her, and I'm so grateful to have her back in my life, and and it's more um, present and active. So, yeah. yeah.
2: I'm so happy for you.
1: Yeah. yeah. Me too. That's amazing. It is. Mm-hmm. So, well...
2: well I'm really glad to hear um what everybody uh is grateful for Mm -hmm. um I love hearing gratefuls um that's one of my number one coping skills Mm -hmm. is gratitude um if I'm feeling down or stressed out or overwhelmed I can you know do a quick gratitude list in my head and it turns things around for me so I appreciate everybody sharing yeah um
0: I had a friend tell me a couple days ago um that when she does her gratefuls she thinks if I woke up tomorrow with only the things I were great, I was grateful for today. Yeah. What would I be grateful for?
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, you know? that's amazing. I, I
0: like, love that. It puts yeah. everything oh, into perspective. I, was like, dang, yeah. I would have been grateful for my legs. <laughs> yeah. Or my vision. Yeah. Or being able to you know? Yeah. Just simple things like being able to oh. taste food. Yeah. mean, I don't think about those things, but mm-hmm. some people can't. Yeah. You
2: know? Uh, absolutely. So, yeah. I love that. Yeah, I really do. Thanks for sharing that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, like, since being in recovery, there's been lots of times where I felt like my life is missing something. You know, whenever I start Mm -hmm. to feel that way, I know that I'm losing gratitude for what I have Mm -hmm. because I'm supposed to be content, you know, Mm -hmm. with and have acceptance with where where I'm at in my recovery and where I'm at in my journey. And I do pen to paper with my gratefuls all the time. It just seems more meaningful. Yeah. Yeah. I put it on paper. I see it. You know, and I start thanking God for it, and um, it just changes my whole entire mindset. Yeah, Yeah.
0: absolutely.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. But y'all, I think we've had an amazing podcast. I think so. You know, Um, I'm so grateful we were able to do do this. Um, Me too. Like and share us on pod on Podbean, Castify, YouTube, um, Amazon Music, and stay grateful, guys. Bye. Bye.
0: If you or someone you know is struggling with addiction or in recovery and needs guidance, speak with Turning Point's team of peer support specialists by calling 270-444-3621. You are not alone, and we are proof that recovery is possible.